0: Hey there! Can you hear me over the wind? All right, bad jokes aside, we are in for storms overnight. Paige Browning here from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle. Here are today's top stories from our region. It's Tuesday, January 9th. The wind in our region is not a joke, and it's rare western Washington gets it this bad. People need to prepare for outages overnight. That means keep phones charged, flashlights handy, and have a plan for staying warm. And then there's the snow. People are being advised to not travel across the mountain passes today unless it's an emergency. And this is just a preview to a cold stretch that could see up to three inches of snow in Seattle on Friday. Diana Apong reports. A winter storm is moving through western Washington. From a blizzard warning in the mountains, gusts up to 65 miles per hour in some marine areas and increased thunderstorms. Meteorologist Kirby Cook is with the National Weather Service. He describes the weather the region is experiencing as a mixed bag. We've had some high surf conditions along the Pacific Coast and also some coastal flooding. As the winds die down and temperatures begin to freeze... There is an elevated chance of avalanche conditions in the Olympic and Cascade Mountains. Cook says the region will see highs in the 20s later this week. Diana Opong, KUOW News. The presidential election has begun in Washington state. The state's primary candidate slate was made official today. Democrats can choose from President Joe Biden, author Marianne Williamson, and U.S. Representative Dean Phillips of Minnesota. The list of Republicans includes former President Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie, and Vivek Ramaswamy. Now a clock is ticking on people who want to, say, challenge any of those candidacies. Secretary of State Steve Hobbs is Washington's chief elections officer. Any registered voter can file a court challenge to the candidate that's placed on a ballot, and our state law clearly lays that out. Hobbs says no party candidate has ever been barred from running here, but he won't be surprised if someone challenges Trump. But that challenge window is only open for 48 hours. Washington state's presidential primary is just over two months away on March 12th. Boeing held an all-hands meeting today to address employee safety concerns. It came after reports from two airlines that indicated Friday's harrowing in-flight incident may not have been an isolated event. Monica Nicholsberg reports. Boeing CEO David Calhoun told employees the company will acknowledge its mistakes and be transparent as investigators seek to get to the bottom of the incident. On Friday, a piece of fuselage broke off mid-air during an Alaska Airlines flight. The plane was able to safely return to Portland without serious harm to passengers, but all similar planes have been grounded by the FAA until investigations are completed. Initial reviews by Alaska and United found loose hardware in the same section of fuselage on other jets. Calhoun said Boeing is working closely with the FAA during the All Hands meeting. I'm Monica Nicholsberg. If you were giving your last ever state of the state address, what would you say? Governor Jay Inslee held his today calling on lawmakers to protect abortion rights in the state constitution. We need to enshrine reproductive freedom in our constitution and pass a constitutional amendment protecting the right of choice this year. He said so during one of his last speeches at the legislature today before voters elect a new governor later this year. Democrats in the legislature support a constitutional amendment on abortion, but... It would take a two-thirds majority in both chambers of the legislature to pass. And House Republican leader Drew Stokesbury says the issue's already settled in Washington. The constitutional amendment is superfluous. Um, Abortion rights aren't under threat in Washington. The only people saying they are are Democrats. The democratically controlled legislature approved several protections for abortion seekers in Washington last year. But abortion has been a rallying cry for Democrats running for office across the country, especially ahead of the 2024 elections. Protesters got their message across loud and clear in Seattle over the weekend End the fighting in Gaza. They shut down northbound I-5 for five hours, calling for a ceasefire which has the Washington State Patrol answering questions about how it went on for so long. The patrol now says its efforts to clear the scene were complicated by activist tactics, miscommunication, and the sheer size of the crowd. About eight people chained themselves together using what's called a sleeping dragon device that requires special training to safely remove. Protesters also abandoned their vehicles on the freeway. At least eight people were arrested. A long debate over an old military site in Seattle just got revived by Mayor Bruce Harrell. He wants to add more dense housing to the Magnolia neighborhood. David Hyde reports. Bruce Harrell wants up to 500 units at the Fort Lawton site near Discovery Park, more than double the city's current plan for that location. Adding more units will cut costs. The proposal includes affordable housing and permanent supportive housing for vets and seniors who've experienced homelessness. Density advocates say the site could add even more housing. Neighborhood critics have called for the entire site to be parkland. The mayor wants to preserve 22 acres for open space and park projects. The Seattle City Council still needs to approve the plan. So far, council members Kathy Moore and Dan Strauss have voiced their support. David Hyde, KUOW News. A big sports brand change is getting unveiled today. Goodbye to the lion-shaped logo, the French sports connections, and the team name of OL Reign. Our pro women's soccer team is going back to its original name and logo, Seattle Reign FC. We've gone through over a decade of changes, but in the end, it all led us back here, back to our roots, back to where we belong. The Reign announced the change in a video today a few weeks after the Sounders and a private equity group announced they're buying the women's team. It's a symbolic move for a team that helped create the National Women's Soccer League, nodding to the team and fan base's deep roots. The Reign's been in the process of parting with its French owners, OL Group. And a few other stories of note. Seattle City Attorney Ann Davison was in court today arguing over the ability to arrest people for graffiti. A U.S. District Court ruled last year that the city could not enforce a misdemeanor graffiti law, but Davison's trying to get that reversed. Amazon's live streaming site Twitch, popular with gamers, is making a big round of layoffs. According to Bloomberg, Twitch is poised to cut 500 positions as part of a series of reductions, possibly as soon as tomorrow. The Amazon-owned company is headquartered in San Francisco. And all right, the boys in purple didn't quite pull it off. The top-ranked Michigan Wolverines overcame the Washington Huskies 34-13 to last night in the college football playoff national championship game. UW quarterback and Heitzman Trophy runner up Michael Penix threw more interceptions, two, than touchdown passes, one. Penix says, despite the loss, the attitude was positive in the locker room. We, we've been through a lot together, man, and we're not, we're not going to point fingers or nothing like that. You know, it's a lot of love in the locker room, you know, man. Just, you know, everybody's just showing their appreciation for it. each and every person that, you know, laid their, uh, laid their body on the line. Next year, the Huskies join the Big Ten. And the Cougars, by the way, will remain in the Pac-12 conference. And that's a wrap from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle. Our producer is Andy Hurst. And I'm your host, Paige Browning. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. See ya.